68 teams started the tournament. Only the best are still standing. And DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's just that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Picking any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100, all it takes is a $1 bet, and that team winning their next game. Do me a favor. Download the top-rated DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook app now and use the promo code WMVP when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code WMVP to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only with DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Illinois only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has got a gambling problem, crisis counseling or referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Speaking of sports gambling, let's do a special edition of Value Bet right here on the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast. Let's put some money in your pocket. I know the leagues, I know the teams, I know these players, I know this wonderful game called football. It's time for a value bet. Oh, this is when the cream rises to the top, this is when things get on. The largest sports wagering angles you need to know. Stats, records, rankings, weather. If the goalpost is tilted just a little bit. Value bet on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. You can bet your children's unborn children's children on these six games. Value bet. This is America's premier sports information program. Here's Jonathan Hood. What's up? Welcome into the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. A very special Under the Hood Basketball Podcast because we want to put money in your pocket. You know what's happening with the Final Four. You know that you can make some big money in the Final Four if you go the right way. Houston against Baylor the first game and then UCLA against Gonzaga. We'll talk about both of these games and maybe some NBA with Gary Seegers, our friend from Winning Cures Everything. As we have our conversation, go to Gary WCE or go to at Winning Cures. That's Winning Cures on Twitter. Does a great job when it comes to picking games, college and pro. So let's talk to our guy Gary Seegers. Let's put some money in your pocket. See who he's going to rock with and what's the best angles for the Final Four and more. Right here, as we do a little value bet right here on the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. It is Gary Seegers, our guy from Winning's Cures Everything. Again, go to Twitter and find him, Winning Cures uh, and also winningcureseverything.com as we have our conversation with Gary Seegers. He joins me here on ESPN 1000 and the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast. Gary, Jonathan Hood, thanks so much for your time. 
Hey, absolutely. I appreciate you having me. I want to get your thoughts about the, uh, the Final Four taking place. First and foremost, that first game with Houston against Baylor. Well, first... You know, we we saw Baylor as a number one seed and, and felt pretty good about them. Just was just trying to figure out which number one seed would fall first. We found out it's Illinois. You move forward throughout the tournament, and Baylor's still standing strong. What stands out most about Baylor to you so far in the tournament? Uh, so far, they look like the Baylor that started out the season, the the Baylor before the the COVID you know pause that they had. They are shooting the lights out. They are tough. They are defending well. Uh, this is the second-best basketball team in the country behind Gonzaga, and, and I don't think it's close. Uh, looking you know, from, from the Houston perspective, uh, the best team Houston has played all year was Texas Tech. If you look just, just statistically or just as a roster, Texas Tech is number 20 at Kenbaum, and, and Baylor is significantly better than they are. Houston has not seen anything like this Baylor team that they're about to play. So it, I'm looking for the, uh, some kind of value in this game with Houston Baylor. Baylor just seems Gary. They just seems like they're head and shoulders above Houston. What can I do with this? I see it at five. Baylor with a, as a five point favorite. How do you see it? I I see Baylor as I think they're going to cover. I really think they're going to. I think yeah. it, it's tough to say because if you look analytically. Houston is a really, really good team, but uh, the things that Baylor does that that Houston has been able to defend, uh, Baylor does them differently than everybody else. You know, one of the things that I pointed out on our show was leading into the Syracuse game with Houston was Syracuse they can be run off the three point line. They have to have uh, shots set up for them. Baylor's got a bunch of guys that can create. You know, that's it, it, between uh, between Teague and Butler and Mitchell and all of. I mean, they are any of them can create their own shot. They can all hit threes. They're number one in the country in uh, three point offense. Like they are unbelievable. Now Houston's number eleven in three point defense, but that really comes into play when you are setting up shots. You know, assists, all that kind of stuff. Baylor doesn't necessarily have to have that. The X factor for Baylor in this game is going to be Matthew Mayer. I don't know that Houston has anybody that can match up with him. He he has proven very effective throughout the tournament in certain situations. I think this is a game that he can take over just by himself, uh, along with the three guards. I, I think Butler's going to have a big game. Mitchell will have a big game. Um, but I, I just think that Baylor is so much better than anything Houston has seen uh, that, that we are going to get Baylor covering uh, as a favorite here. Anything on the total that you'd mess with? I see it at – Bovada has it at uh, 134.5. Um, anything with the total with this game? If Baylor is the prohibitive favorite, what about the total? I, If I was going to take a play on the total, I would go under. And, and the only reason is this. I don't see a lot of possessions in this game. Uh, neither team is very good at defending offensive rebounds, and both of them are in the top ten uh, in getting offensive rebounds. So I think that you're going to see a lot of, you know, a lot of offensive rebounds on both sides. And, and that's going to slow down the tempo of the game. It's going to make it a little bit easier uh, to hit that under. So if, if I'm going to play it, I would play the under 134.5. Um, but as of right this second, I'm not going to touch it mm-hmm. uh, just because I think it's right there on that number. I was looking for value. and it, uh, <laughs> either, either I'm going to put my feet up and not do anything or I'm going to find some value in this game one way or the other. If it looks like I'm not going to get it. It looks like it's not going to go get p- closer to that five. So, And I haven't seen it budge. It's been at five the entire time. Oh yeah, it's sitting right there. Well, I'll tell you because of the there's such a, a split between the analytical betters and 
the people that uh, that just know that Baylor is a better team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's it's kind of tough. If you look at Ken Palm, Baylor's only favored by one over there, and yet the line is sitting at five. But I think the roster for Baylor is so significantly better. Uh, both teams incredibly well coached, but I I think that Baylor is so much better uh, than than Houston, and and Houston has not seen anything like this all season. Okay, the other game, uh, I see a two-touchdown favorite here for Gonzaga against UCLA. Good <laughs> Lord. Uh, okay, let, let's do let's do a, t- a talk show together just for a second. All right. I said, Gary, at the time, and I say this every year, look, in the early stages of the NCAA tournament, if the Cinderella's want to pull an upset, if you want to get a, a, a Baltimore County winning the 16 over the one uh, in that spot, that's fine. I don't mind the early stories. But don't give me the Cinderella late because I want, first of all, an interesting basketball game. And secondly, if I'm going to put some money down on this, I want something close. I want something interesting for my money. So this thing here with UCLA, it's a great story. I think that it's a great story that a team had to play their way in, gets to this point in the Final Four. But you know Gonzaga is a favorite. I see it here at 14. What do you think? I think that I would be a fool to bet against Gonzaga right now. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't matter what the line is. I think that they are going to destroy everybody other than Baylor in this tournament. Now, where we're going to see the most fun matchup is going to end up being Baylor and Gonzaga. Uh, but, I I mean, I, I went against Gonzaga earlier in this, uh, it, well, just the last game mm-hmm. uh, against USC. USC, uh, statistically, efficiently, everything else, they were the best team so far in the tournament outside of Gonzaga. They, they were number two as far as everything else is concerned, and Gonzaga just wiped the floor with them. You know, what Mark Few has built here, I, I've been watching, uh, you know, high-quality college basketball for uh, over 30 years at this point, and since I was, you know, just a, a little thing, and this is the best basketball team I've ever seen. Now, we can talk about the, the 1990 and 91, uh, you know, Jerry Tarkanian and, and the running Rebels from mm-hmm. UNLV, if we want to, but that's 30 years ago. And I still think that this team with the chemistry that they've got, you know, between Timmy and Gispert and uh, Jalen Suggs, it just, it, they are such a well-balanced team. They play defense and they make it look so effortless. What UCLA has done to this point is incredible. Uh, they have beaten teams that are uh, on paper much better than they are, but they were all flawed teams. All of them were flawed teams Gonzaga is not flawed. Like, there's no flaw with this team whatsoever. I, I don't think this game will be close. Uh, UCLA, just to get to the spot, had to have Michigan and Alabama go 10 of 39 combined from three, mm-hmm. and they had to have them go 17 out of 36 from the free throw line. I don't think we're going to get that out of uh, out of the Bulldogs. Can't get the 14 out of you, huh? You just won't take that 14? I'm, I'm taking the 14. Yeah, I'm, I've already got uh, I've already got money on it. So. Really? Yes, really? Okay. I'm taking it. I'm taking Gonzaga. I am I am going minus 14. I think that they're going to win this by 20. I can't get you to get UCLA a little closer to that, huh? You just won't get you know, close? I, I, well, I'll tell you this. Um, uh, according to the numbers that I've got from Sportsbook Review, yeah. uh, 69% of the wagers are on Gonzaga, and, and the number is still sitting at 14, 14 and a half at some of the books. Uh, but I, I don't think it's going to be close. Like I just, I, UCLA has been great. Johnny Juzang, wonderful. Tiger Campbell's been playing great, but they are outmanned at every position in this game. And and I don't think that there's any possible scenario 
that they're going to be able to keep this thing close. See that, Gary? Again, Cinderella story in my Final Four. That was me sitting there watching those Butler games. Like I don't, I don't like, like it's cool, like it's great that you get there, but man, entertain me while you're there. Give me some money, put some in my pocket at the same. Like it's just, I mean, I mean, it's a great story. The fighting Cronins, it's great, but I mean, Gonzaga, and I, and I really believe this too, Gary. If Gonzaga does not win the national championship, this it's not going to happen for a few. I mean, he's had some talented teams, but if there was ever the door of opportunity for him to walk through it, it should be this year, shouldn't it? It really should. It, I, I will. That's not to take anything away from Baylor. No. Um, but but Gonzaga this year is such a well put together team. Um, you know, losing Killian Tilly and whatnot. At, like at, we all kind of thought, maybe they would take a step back. I think it actually made them better. I think maybe they they got rid of you know not as many. How about this? Try and try and organize my thoughts here. They don't have as many star NBA guys. But I think that that works better for the college game, where you've got a couple of big-time stars, and the role players are all insanely talented and really good and understand the roles. Like, I, I think that it works better for this team. And, I mean, the way that Timmy has been playing in this tournament has been unbelievable. There's nobody that UCLA can toss out there that can guard him. Like, I, I just don't believe – I don't believe uh, uh, Reed, I believe the kid is, from UCLA. I don't think he's uh, talented enough to be able to keep up with Timmy down on the post. So I, I think it's going to be a, a disaster. <laughs> Just one. All right, well, yeah, I think so too. It's going to be amazing. So Gary, I'll ask you this real quick regarding the NBA. So for someone that has not bet on the NBA championship odds, where would you direct them? Because a couple of books I have in front of me here, you have options like Brooklyn, who added Lamarcus Aldridge. Good luck, good luck, Lamarcus, because you're not going to play. Um, so Lamarcus Aldridge, along with Blake Griffin. Uh, and so, along with the other talented uh, players on that Nets team, there's the Clippers, there's the Lakers when LeBron and AD come back and healthy, along with Drummond. There's the Milwaukee Bucks with Fear to Deer uh, and um, Anadokounmpo and the Utah Jazz. So, uh, Brooklyn is the favorite. Who's second in that? Because at this point in time, you see the rosters are pretty much locked in. Where do you put your money? I would go with uh, I would go with Utah. So you can get them about plus eight fifty, you know, maybe seven fifty around there. Um, and there's some other books that have them just just way out there, uh, like plus nine hundred and whatnot. But I I think Utah has has shown me this year that they are they are kind of what um, uh, Toronto was a couple of years ago, right? Just incredibly uh, the, the chemistry. The chemistry is really really good on this team. They've got a ton of good guys and. They've got superstars. You know, they got at least one. Um, so I, I know people don't like to bet on Utah because they, they haven't seen them do it. But we had not seen the Raptors do it at that point either. And now they, they don't have a Kawhi Leonard. But I, I do think Utah would be the best value here. Um, I, I think that they are going to be able to get it done. I don't trust that the Lakers are going to come back healthy. Uh, I don't trust the Nets. Because while they've got Kevin Durant and all that, like at Utah's a bunch of those big names and egos and whatnot. I I do not believe they will be able to uh, to get this thing done. So I I'll sit here and I'll take Houston. You know, plus uh, plus eight fifty. I'm I'm good with that. You like Utah? That's your team. Utah, Utah. Excuse me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so you like Utah? Okay. I saw them as late as uh, the other day at eight twenty five. So I, you know, 
I like that bet. And the reason why I like that bet is because I got to make up for the $300 I'm going to lose here on this Anthony Davis MVP bet. Um, that's done. But, but I tell you, you know, Gary, you and I do this for a living and we just think we're outsmarting the room. And then AD goes down again like a dilapidated giraffe, writhing in pain again. So that's done. Uh, my buddy Nick Friedel from ESPN, he really liked uh, Damian Lillard's MVP. And so is this, is the smart money right now Jokic for MVP, or where would you put your money? I think I think we could still maybe get Dame. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you got to win, though, don't you? Yeah, you got to win. But I, I don't know – I don't know this season if, if that matters as much, right? Like, I, it's – Portland's not terrible, but you know, I I mean they're they're sitting what, twenty nine and eighteen, I think it is right now. Yeah. Like you know, let let them get kinda hot going down the stretch. And I, I think that you could absolutely see Dame Lillard get an MVP. Like I, people love him right now. He's he's all over the place. He's he's the trendiest player in the NBA as of right now, because everybody claims that he's underrated. Even though I don't know that he really is, so yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think he's incredible. I mean, uh, the shots that he hits are, you know, Steph Curry esque from from back a few years ago. I I think Dame would would still be a really good option here. Okay, so would you laugh at me if I took uh, James Harden, uh, you know, uh, uh, sands the pot belly that he had from Houston and goes to Brooklyn? I see him at plus seven hundred. Would you Would you laugh at me if I put money on Harden? Uh, yes, I would. I <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait just a <laughs> I don't second. think that Harden is, uh, it is, it, I don't think that the Nets, uh, it really strike anything with the, with the voters, right? Okay. With the people that would actually be voting on the MVP. I, I just, I don't buy, uh, what he's, what he's doing out there. Like it's, it's great what they're, like they're winning games and whatnot, but I, I just don't think that people like him as much after winning uh, those MVPs before, right? It, it's kind of the LeBron James thing, right? Like, he's already won one. Um, I, I just, I don't know how likable James Harden is. And it, it's tough to win an MVP if people don't like you. Okay, the last one would be Embiid, though, because he's at plus 650. I thought for a good, what would you say, like five or six week stretch, I remember him putting up a 50 burger on the Bulls. And I'm saying, okay, guy's healthy, he's upright. Uh, he's run the floor real well. I can see why people would vote for Embiid. Then he goes down. And so what about Embiid at plus 650 in that spot? I don't think that's a terrible bet. I mean, it, right now he's averaging, uh, like, what, almost 30 points and, and, what, 11 rebounds, somewhere around there, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's – the numbers are just astronomical. And people do like Joel Embiid. So that is one thing that uh, – that he does have going for him. Um, but man, we, we got to see, you know, him coming back and, and making sure that he can get back to those numbers. You know, if the numbers continue to drop, um, then, then we're going to have an issue. But as of right now, like 30 points and 11 rebounds at, on average, I mean, that's MVP numbers. And so long as uh, the Sixers keep winning, I, I don't think they're, uh, I, I don't think people would have a problem with voting him for MVP just to have somebody new. Are you holding the golden ticket there? Do you have the MVP golden ticket? Uh, I've, I've got one on Dame Lillard, but that was from earlier in the season. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's, 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 that's what Friedel said. So that's why you're, hold, you're still holding on. There's your analysis. You're still holding on to, to Lillard. I don't blame you. 
That's hey, and from from what I saw in uh, in the bubble coming into this season, I thought he was going to be super hungry, and and he's looked good. But there there have been some issues along the way. I thought they would be a little bit better uh, getting everybody healthy and whatnot, and then of course they weren't healthy, and um, and it's just been a, a bit of an issue. But I I'm still holding out hope. I, I believe because I think that he, as of right now, I really do think Dame Lillard is the best player in the NBA. All right. Well, lastly, and I appreciate your time, Gary, as always. So you and Chris were talking about the late Howard Schnellenberger, who really revived the Miami football program. I'm just thinking, man. I mean, I think in 2021, going into the 2022, we need an arrogant pipe-smoking coach. I think that that's important. I mean, what? Who, who's gonna, who smokes a pipe and just like, yeah, we're going to get all the inner-city kids from Miami. We're going to revive this program. When they won the national championship, um, Schellenberger's wife was wearing a full mink coat in 90-degree weather. That's what we want, man. We want swag. That's what we want. I- we need characters. We absolutely <laughs> need characters. So uh, on our Sportsbook Review college football show, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about who would be – we talked about Bob Stoops coming back to uh, to Fox Sports to replace Urban Meyer on their Saturday morning show. Right. And we said, okay, if we're getting Bob Stoops, am I getting the tequila-slinging Bob Stoops that's you know running the, the Fu Manchu? Or like – Am I am I getting Bob Stoops that's all super professional and doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings? Right. <laughs> like, which one am I getting? I, I don't know that we have a lot of characters out there anymore. I would love to see, uh, you know, up at uh, up at Illinois. I, I want uh, I want Brett to be amazing. I want Bielema to be a character, like where he can be himself. When he was in the SEC, he was the most entertaining part of SEC media days. I, we could totally see him. Or, or maybe Mike Leach at Mississippi State. Those are the only two that I feel like would have the cojones to actually go out smoking a pipe on the sideline. <laughs> That's what I want. A pipe-smoking <laughs> coach. I love that. Baritone pipe-smoking coach that turned a program around. I want that. All right, tell tell people about the site and tell people about Winning Cures Everything. Uh, Winning Cures Everything, we started five years ago. We, we do a YouTube show and a podcast, and I feel like they are both fantastic. Both the best sports radio outside of the outside of Chicago. Yes. So go and listen to those. WinningCuresEverything.com. You can check out there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And we do a show every week on college football. The FCS is still going on, so we're talking betting on FCS and everything else. Um, but you can find that over at SBRPicks.com slash NCAAF. Wait, yeah. So you're betting on uh, the Swack and Miak too, right? That's coming oh, you to better a- believe it. Oh. Now, my problem is I had been betting against um, uh, against Dion, but that did not work out well for me early on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've kind of backed off of that a little bit because I thought the value would be on the other side. Uh, but he's got them playing really, really, uh, really well right now. I, I love I love picking up the value where you can. I love that. I love that. The problem right now is we can't find you. You almost cannot find the value in the FCS. Right now, mm-hmm. and there have been so many dogs covering, so many double-digit dogs winning outright. Uh, for people that follow my Twitter account, every Monday morning, I give out an update of how many dogs covered, how many dogs won outright. It's a, and it has been insane. It's it's well over, I believe, over sixty percent dogs have covered, and like almost thirty-five percent dogs have won outright so far, which is just astronomical numbers it's just picking the right dog and seeing you know the amount of value that you can get on 
That's just amazing. Well, Gary, I'm glad you spent some time. I want to talk to you outside the college football season, get your thoughts on the Final Four, and um, hope that we can all cash some tickets here coming up this weekend. You better believe that. Here's hoping we, uh, we make a little money. Thank you, my friend. Hey, anytime. Thank you. Great to hear from Gary Seegers from Winning Cures Everything. Support him because he sports the show. And that's a special edition of the Under the Hood Basketball Podcast with a little value bet. Don't forget to hear me with David Kaplan morning 7 to 10 a.m. Central Time on ESPN 1000 and download the ESPN Chicago app. Download this podcast either on the ESPN Chicago app under the Cap and J Hood tab or on Spotify. Talk again soon. Thanks for listening.